This is Lauren Housley, and you're listening to the Cloud Watcher Uno podcast.
Hey everybody, that was Lauren Housley's What's Troubling You Child from her album Girl from the North. Hello! Hi! Yay! 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 High five, high five, high five. <laughs> I'm so sorry about Tuesday. <laughs> uh, 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 it's like, she's finally here. Look, it's it's all good. It's all good. I'm here with my glass of wine. <laughs> nice. Um, I've got my water. <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing. I'm not a whiner, by the way. I'm just having one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No judgments here. Uh, right. No, 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 no. We've gone to bed. It's been a long day. You've just moved house. So you're more than welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just gonna shut the door and then I'm I'm on the So um I've ended up because the house isn't quite sorted yet. I've yeah. um I'm staying with my in-laws tonight and then my mum-in-law is like gets nowhere to sleep every single time so she just put him to bed just now because I was he was he wasn't asleep so he hadn't been at my house he still wouldn't have been asleep so she's put, just put him down and she's going, oh good yay <laughs> <laughs> how's things with you very good very good very good um let's uh, I'll, I'll do a proper introduction I'll go hi Lauren good to have you on the show Oh, thank you very much. It's good to be here. Yay! Yay! I mean, I know, I know that um, we've been planning this for a while. I mean, I felt I fell in love with your voice when I heard heard it on Bob Bob Hiram's House's show. I thought, who is Lauren Housley? I had to find out more. Where? How? <laughs> and then delving in, and obviously you've had all this history. I mean. You had Sweet Surrender, The Beauty of This Life, and now, you know, Girl from the North, you know, which is absolutely amazing. Absolutely stunning album. And, you, you know, it's, a, it's, an, it's an amazing achievement, achievement that you've, you've had in, like, bring, bring, bringing your inspiration to life. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been, an, uh, I guess it's been a really inspiring time um, for me. Um, even the past year, you know, has been a really inspiring time. I know it's been a, it's been a tough year, but um, the previous year before that was a tough year as well for me. And um, that was when the album was being made and it was kind of, it was a bit of a rocky road, um, I guess, personally, uh, for various reasons. But I just concentrated on the music making and it's got me through. And then now this past year has just been full of amazing things for me because obviously I had a baby and <laughs> yeah, I've been able to spend loads of time with him. He's called Noah and he's 10 and a half months old now. So he was born, I guess, in the middle of lockdown. Um, so yeah, it's just been a really uh, roller coaster of a few years for me. But I feel like the, the year prior to, um, the past year so that'll be 2019 to 2020 um that it that was a tough that really tough time and the fact that you know I've got this album to show for that year makes me feel so good because <laughs> you um 
you have to motivate yourself a lot when you're an independent artist and um yeah it's it's just it's great to have the album there finished it was finished a week before the beginning of lockdown and it was mixed during the first month of lockdown so um i guess it timing wise it just worked out really that we could finish it in our one bedroom apartment and by our when i say our i mean me and my, my husband who um recorded and wrote the album together and what's that like um not having you you know not only your partner in music but be your part partner in life as well because there's like famous john john and june cash and you know you've got got loads of them in like 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 country music and you're just not that, it, that you're following a trend, but you're just like the latest iteration of like a musical cup couple. What, what's that like? Yeah, I guess that there's probably a reason why that happens so often. And I think it's just because it's such a bizarre lifestyle uh, in terms of just a bit, just being a creative in general. It's, you know, it's definitely different to a lot of people's lifestyles. Uh, and there's also, I guess you need a bit of an understanding that, this is a really important thing and even though it can get tough at times you know you're both kind of on the same wavelength uh, with it uh, but yeah it's 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 amazing and it's tough as well because um like I say you do have to be so motivated uh, when you're an independent especially and um yeah but it, but then being it to be able to share the excitement surrounding the music with him as well that is like that is really cool and it's really special and uh, I wouldn't change it at all <laughs> fantastic to uh, hear and I, I'm, I'm just amazed that you did it all in your one studio flat, flat in Rotherham right yeah well so the, so the album was recorded in a studio that myself and my husband Tom built together in uh, it was in a basement underneath the food hall in the town centre uh, yeah and uh, we, uh, we built this studio and we used to go there like it was like we were like marching ants we used to march there every single day and like work and write and record and just work on music um and no one even knew we were making it it was really like I guess we were really sort of alone in that sense but we just knew we had to do it and we knew we had to kind of plow on and believe in what we were doing uh which I guess is like one of the main reasons why I kind of moved back home because I just wanted to get back to doing it for the right reasons and doing it for the love of it. And, you know, when you, you can sometimes get dragged in different directions um, when you start working with people. And um, I guess this was kind of coming back home, coming back into myself and focusing again on on um, being true to myself and creating uh, the art that I wanted to create. And um yeah so we recorded it in this basement studio that we built <laughs> we actually started it's all about significant dates for me because we and this is not I didn't plan this this is just what happened but we built the studio on January the 1st uh it was 2019 January the 1st and then I started recording the album the day I found out I was having a baby <laughs> <laughs> which is weird um and then uh, and then yeah we recorded it sort of the back end of 2019 and then it was finished just before lockdown um, and then uh, in terms of the recording process and yeah. it was finished before lockdown and then my husband decided 
the night of lockdown to move all the studio equipment into our one bedroom flat because he knew that we were going to go into lockdown at that point and um, he wanted to just get it finished and work on it um, in the flat so this there was a couple of parts that were finished in the flat as well uh, but it was mixed there over the sort of next few weeks as I prepared to become a mommy <laughs> oh wow and what's that like because Oh, obviously, as a as an independent an artist, you 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 know you've got to be your own publicist. You've got to be be your your own man manager. You 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 know your your time is not your own because because your your brain just you know it's there there and every every every. But as a as a as a mum, we we and another believer being so growing in you. I mean, it's fairly well well documented that you know. All your energy gets drained into your baby, baby. So you can't yeah. break it. So you can't do like I'm sure I was supposed to do something. Something. I'm sure I was supposed to do that as well. Yeah. well so, so how did you do that? Because you're you're not the only artist who who's who's a who's a mum who's had kids and one wanted to get get the music out as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's that's one one thing that I found so inspiring about this scene, like this scene of like Americana country rootsy artists like I could name so many of the female artists that are either recently had a baby or already have a family and they're doing it and that's just re that's been really inspiring for me because it's I guess these two things don't necessarily uh, they're not obviously they don't obviously like go together <laughs> obviously <laughs> traveling and having this weird lifestyle and then also you know having a family life um, but these women have proved that you can do it and even if it's tough you, you, you can carry on doing it but yeah I've definitely found that obviously since having a baby and being a mummy that my I have this big part of my brain that is just always focused on that <laughs> <laughs> and it's just inbuilt it's just inbuilt in you isn't it it's literally it's mother nature working and you know you're so you're so aware of what the baby needs but I think it does require like most of, well all of your attention especially for the first couple of months but I'm definitely finding that finding now no now he's he's got personality he knows what he wants to do and he's like gonna do that whether I want him to or not he's gonna do that so I'm definitely feeling like we've both got more a bit more of our independence back but um still I guess still connected in a really beautiful way but it's nice to it's nice to start having this side of me again so start blossoming it blossoming you know the the creative side and the sort of passion um for for work and what i do um so yeah it's it, it's been a really interesting time interesting times indeed and then um growing up i mean you've 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 come back now but you you grew 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 up in york your your ship but then then you moved around to newcastle and manchester what, what what was that like? Um, I guess when I turned when I left college when I was eighteen, I was just really ready to move away, and I I really just wanted to like be independent and meet new people, and just just I guess um, learn more about myself, and I just I really wanted to get away from um, the town that I'd been living in for, for those years, and yeah, just have some fun and. And just see sort of where life sort of took me but um I was auditioning for different universities no not many people ask me about Newcastle so I'm glad that you've asked me about it because it's one of my favorite places in the whole world I love it um and I studied performance and theatre so 
yeah yeah and I did like a lot of dance and stuff so um I was auditioning at different universities and when I got to Newcastle it was snowing and I, I stepped off the train and I was I just fell in love with the place everyone was just really friendly and I loved the accent and I just had this really strong feeling as soon as I got there I was like right I need to get in this university because this is where I want to be for the next at least three years I just loved the city so much um, and then on the day I arrived I met my best friend and um, we just clicked it's like she's literally like the same person as me but she's she's from down south she's um she's from Buckinghamshire so she's got much posher, posher accent than me um and she yeah she's still my best friend now and we we just clicked and then Tom actually my husband because we went to college together he moved up there at the same time as well to study music and uh, we were friends from college but um, then we got together a couple of months after being um, at uni together and then we started gigging and stuff straight away and writing pretty much straight away he heard me singing in the shower one day and he was like ah we we gotta we gotta write some songs <laughs> and then um, and then yeah I just spent the next five years kind of gigging and um, doing a lot of I hosted a lot of like evenings as well I've always hosted a lot of music nights which is where I met like a lot of great songwriters um, and so, and I guess learn about songwriting and figured out what kind of music I was wanting to um, pursue. I mean, I, I used to sing jazz, Neil Soul, uh, blues. Yeah, the first the first time I ever sang pretty much in public um, was at a jazz jam. So I, I used to go along to all the jazz nights in Newcastle, and like all the musicians that were in my band up there are jazz musicians. And then. Um, just fancied a change. I, I love Newcastle. I could have seen myself living there forever, but um, it was just a little bit far away from where I wanted to be because my parents are from obviously Rotherham and I know we've both got really great family down here and um, we just wanted a change. So we moved to Manchester and then met some more amazing people and read some more music. And, and I, I guess that's where I really started to find my feet as a songwriter yeah. and, and started recording and, and learning about that process, I guess. Um, so that was an amazing learning curve. Like myself, Tom, and Mark Lewis, who produced Sweet Surrender, um, most of The Beauty of This Life and a couple of tracks off this new album. And he's one of our best friends now and he plays in the band. But he, we used to spend just all day, every day in the studio together. And I, I learned so much about recording um, and, and production. I, didn't, I literally didn't have a clue what, <laughs> before when I first started. You know, I was just I was just doing whatever anyone told me to do. I didn't I didn't have a clue how to use the mic, and I didn't know about you know acoustic treatment. I didn't know about and like how to mix or edit any. I didn't know anything, but I learned so much just by being in the room and sitting in on those mixing sessions and the from the whole process from the very first note that was played right through to like the mastering process. I guess I um so I've learned a lot about it. I still got a lot to learn, but I've learned a lot about it. So that was that's been great. And then, yeah, just again, just just needed a change. I, we do like moving around, and um, we still see all the people we love and work with in Manchester regularly when we can. Obviously, in the past year, we've not seen many of them. Anyone not seen anybody? But um, but now we've got the studio in Sheffield because we we moved it from Robin to Sheffield. So. Um, it's become a real like beautiful creative hub of um, just 
amazing creative people um in one in one building in one space and i'm just like grateful to be a part of it really um so yeah i've uh, just just been a journey of growth and development <laughs> fantastic now we, we we always talk about a north south divide is there a north south divide in music as as well um you know what i would say some people might say yes and i would say i would say no not from me personally um i work with a lot of musicians based in the north but that's i guess that's just because you know I've, I've i've worked with people in the cities that i've lived in and um i know a lot of musicians in london i know a lot of um, songwriters down there and i do and i guess i do work with them now and again and some have moved down there like cj hillman he moved from he grew up in stoke on trent and then he moved to manchester he was there in manchester for a long time and that's where i started working with him but now he lives in london we still work together so um i would say maybe there's a maybe there's a slightly different mindset because obviously living like living expenses so much more it's so much more expensive to live down there i guess you have to kind of have a different slightly different mindset in terms of like how you're gonna earn an income and all that kind of thing um maybe pursuing slightly different jobs but um i like to think that it's just one big community really and it's it's kind of split into these different genres but then they cross over now and again and um i just love meeting new people and working with new people and um yeah but i but i do work with a lot of phenomenal musicians that are based in the north um so that's quite cool because they're not far away and um they're, they're good friends as well so and what, what do you think do you think there's do you think there is i think um no, because uh, I, I think that, you know, music is defined by the artist and not their location. That, that's what I do think. You know, if, you're, yeah. if your music connects with fans, if your music connects with, um, you know, the, the, the whole inter, interweb and stuff, then yeah. I think you'll find an audience anywhere you want. I, I think there has been a north and south divide in terms of you know ge obviously geography and politics and everything else like that but less so in music music um because because i think technology has now given, given an artist mm -hmm. an opportunity to record wherever they are so obviously Absolutely. if you were you know not that you know artists could tour but when when they have then then you can tour around you know, coming, coming, coming down south or going up north, and it's. I, I think it's just just a quick question of, is there more, is there more a sense of having to go to London and say say that you've been to London and you've gone there and then you went and made it there as well, or I'm I'm not sure if that is an actual thing because, you 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 know um. Art artists are so you know they, they do their best not to be defined by genres as well. Yeah, so I, I think n definitely from my standpoint as a fan, because you, you know uh, I I love music, I love live music, I, I love art art artists. So it doesn't matter to me where they are, not only in England but where wherever they are in the in the in the world. 
and they don't even have to speak the same language. If I can feel that beat, mm -hmm. if I can feel that music, then then I'm then then I'm all in. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I like that. I like that answer a lot. And I just think um, I think you're right about the internet. Like I I feel like before all this happened, like the, everything with the pandemic and like that before the lockdown, I feel like technology was you know seen as it kind of like ruined the music industry in a way yeah 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 it really was but then since the lockdown it's been a bit of a save you know it's been a savior in terms of being able to connect with your fans yeah. and um and I guess that, that I've learned that because that before that I, you know I was I, I guess I didn't really think much about my social media sort of um connections with people and I, I just I guess I, I love connecting with people but I didn't really see um how to make that work for me as a yeah. person and, and me as an artist but um since since lockdown I've just really realized how it is just a portal to be able to connect with everybody in the whole world whenever you want however you want and I think that's absolutely amazing I just think like obviously I know it's so such an obvious thing but when when you've like I came I guess I came into this music industry our music world before a lot of this was right really yeah. important you know it was so much about live, live. and yeah. then yeah the last year there is no live so what can you do you can still play you can still play for people and yeah just figuring out new ways of connecting with people but and and like the remote recording as well I think that's been a real like blessing um and it's really opened up possibilities definitely i mean you 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 did your um tuesday nights live in the in the kitchen right yeah. so, so that was a great yeah. way to showcase not only your songs but your lyrics and your voice mm. yeah 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 i mean i've just always played live and I've been doing it for years and years and years. It's such a big part of what I do. And then, then for it to just all of a sudden stop, and my husband as well, who's like, if he doesn't play guitar for a couple of days, you know, he feels like he feels like he's lost himself. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And um, and then we just we just thought, you know what? There's a few people doing the live streaming thing at this point, and let's just try and make it as good as we can and as like as real high quality audio and visuals as we can and just make it feel really like um just like where we are as together yeah. as we possibly can and um and yeah and then it became a weekly thing it was just it, it was just a nice thing to know what day of the week it was <laughs> <laughs> and share some stuff that we've been working on and thinking about and I guess also to tell people about the album and then I was waiting to have a baby as well and it was a really nice thing to take my mind off you know just 100 focusing on that it was nice to um it was nice to see people every week and connect in that way and i mean obviously you you can't you know you can't come to compare the two because obviously we have a live audience you've got that connection with fans they're standing right in front of you i mean what is that going to feel like now because i know that you've got some Dates coming coming up in the future. Yeah. Actual live, actual people in front of you. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's blowing my mind a little bit thinking about it. 
when I when I like when I close my eyes and I think back to doing it, it feels totally normal. But then when I actually like open my eyes and imagine being in a room full of people, I'm like, oh wow, this is gonna be it's gonna be strange for for everyone at first, isn't it? But I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be such a buzz in the room, I think. And I hope it's like that, you know, I really hope that there's like this like excitement to be together again. But, you know, that depending on how we come out of it all, I guess there's going to be some apprehension, um, maybe. But um, it's going to be so nice to be able to sh- share that experience with people again. Definitely. I mean, I'm what, I booked concerts in 2019 that I'm not now going to see until 2022. I mean, that really blows my mind. It's like, how long? <laughs> when did I book these? Because as a fan, you 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 know you want to get in the, into those early bird tickets. You you want to be like yeah. there, and he's like, okay, I've got to be sat in front of my computer at nine a.m. on Friday just to make sure that I'm there on Ticketmaster to do it. Like, I want to get my ticket for, for this artist. I want to get a new. Oh. Yeah. It's like I got my tickets. I've got it, and then it's like what? Why? No? Okay. I know. And yeah. then it's just that the whole experience of having basically everything taken away from you, you know, all the things that you thought were important. Yeah. They basically just, you know, prefer me just being left with just work. Work was the only yeah. thing that wasn't taken away from the from, from, from me. Just yeah. So that's the thing you're going to leave, leave with me with. Not everything else all the, the the fun stuff that we could go out, we could <laughs> eat, and you know we could do this. And no, you're gonna leave. Uh, yeah. that. Great, thanks. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. It's been a wild ride. I, do you know what? You know, there's been definitely pros and cons to having a baby during this past year because obviously there's many cons that that everyone can relate to you know we've not been able to do anything really with now um, up until the last sort of couple of weeks but having a baby during this time has meant that I've been in my own little bubble as well like I've, I've kind of literally been in the baby bubble so until about he was about six months old I didn't it didn't fully dawn on me what had happened with the rest of the world if that makes sense yeah. I guess it's pretty it's a pretty like no, not in a selfish way, but just because I've just been so focused on having a baby and concentrating on him. And, and you do that anyway when you become a parent for the first time. Um, and I've just been so consumed with that that when I when he got to about six months, when I started to, you know, leave him a little bit more and um, step away a little bit, then I'll, it just dawned on me that everyone's kind of been in a very similar situation. Yeah. You know, no one's been able to go out because normally when you have a baby, you miss out on stuff because you can't go out on anymore. And you, you know, can't get gigs. You can't. You can't like, like oh, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Look after the baby. No, I, I can't bring. I got that baby. Baby. <laughs> and honestly, the amount of years that I have like worried about that moment of being like having that transition of being able to do whatever I want, totally independent, feel like free to do whatever I want. I'm in control of my own life and I don't have any responsibility to then being responsible and having to miss out on things like that, especially, you know, like my band might have been out touring with somebody else and, you know, that all that kind of thing. You know, Tom, my husband, might, he was planning on being out on the road quite a lot. 
and, and I was nervous about that, you know, nervous about being away from him, nervous about not being a part of that for a while. And then everything shut down and no one's been able to do anything. So it's, it was, it's a weird, it's a weird thought, really. It's just a weird timing, <laughs> weird timing. Definitely. I, I, I don't think I've explored my local area so much. I've discovered so many parks, so many green spaces. <laughs> I've li- yeah. literally walked everywhere. North, south, east, and west. I've just, I've, just, I've, just, I've done kilometer after kilometer because I'm thinking, I've, I've never been, been there. Oh, what's down there? That's all you can do. That's all that you can do. Apart, apart from you know, do what everyone else was doing, which is Netflix. I mean, you know, just, just, you know, yeah. just like, just I, I am. Ah, I know. Yeah. No. Um, no. I know, yeah, that's been a, I think that's been a really positive thing of it. I mean, I'm trying to trying to stay on the right side as much as I can. Obviously, there's been a lot of terrible things that have happened, but the, the, one of the positives is I think people do know where they live a bit more and, and maybe appreciate more yeah. their surroundings and where they are based. Because there's there's just so many beautiful places in this country, and you know, yeah, some, a lot of people don't have time to exactly. seek it out. Yeah, it's because you spend that time commuting into work, you know, you you begrudge the fact that you've got to commute all this space. And so you've got that time back. You've got that time back for reflection, to look at what's really important, what's important. I mean, how do how do you as a musician? I mean, obviously you 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 know your your mum mum as well, and so so you've you you've got that that responsibility, but were you able to use that time as well, just just to reflect about our company yourself as an artist as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've had um, time to think about um, like where I want, you know, like where I want the, the music to lead me now. You know, my, maybe maybe my whole sort of perspective in the past few years has changed a little bit and I guess that's that's a lot to do with the girl from the north concept you know I can I do what I I want to do creatively and um and pair that with the life the life that I want to live personally as well um but yeah I mean I've not I haven't done much writing to be honest I normally do write a lot I've got like possibly like 2,000 songs on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so much to, to tweak and work on. Um, but I've, I've not been concentrating on writing, really. I've been concentrating on telling the story of this album. And um, it, that, it's been nice to have that time to kind of throw myself in, back into the album. Because sometimes, you know, you record the album and then you go out and play it. But yeah. uh, I've, had, I've had a lot of time to kind of really think about the songs and think about... Um, what happened in that year and a half when I came back and um, built the studio and recorded it and why did I do why did I do that and the deci- just the decisions that I've made um, so that's that's definitely going to be helping me move forward like personally and creatively and I think like you know I'm I'm, I'm collecting a lot of the song ideas that I had um, and I've been you know tweaking those and working on those um, and I've also been concentrating on you know guitar and um and doing the live streams as well that's kind of been a big big part of what i've been doing um so yeah definitely definitely been developing creatively but maybe not in the way that 
I expected because uh, I normally do like I say I normally write a lot and I've not really written much but I'm, I'm concentrating on these songs in this album <laughs> and what an amazing album it is I mean my top three songs have to be What's Troubling You Child mm. This Ain't Alive Stay Away To Dream I mean Old singles yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's just like Pow, 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 pow. Here's one. <laughs> Here's two. Here's a third one. Yeah. Oh, that's so good to hear. Oh, thank you. That, that, I mean, I love, I love all those ones as well. And I'm so glad that like, people can connect with them as well. Um, there's a... a yeah, we, we didn't... When we were making it, we didn't box ourselves into anything. And we weren't, you know, we weren't necessarily thinking... Um, thinking of how it was going to be pieced together as an album, the songs were just written, I guess, really um, from the heart and, uh, and and the whole process of recording as well was very much done um, by following the instincts and just kind of feeling, feeling through it. I guess some of the songs were written in different ways as well, like some of them were written um, in my sleep. I woke up and I had bless his soul in my head and uh, managed to pick the guitar up and record a quick version of that. Um, stay, uh, sing to me and two lovers lost in space. They were written as kind of um, a stream of consciousness. So just playing the guitar and sing it, singing along and the whole song kind of just coming out in one. Um, and then, then there's other songs like, I guess, What's Troubling You, Child and... This ain't the life. I guess they were like sculpted a little bit more because we we had the whole song, we had the whole melody and everything. And I think we had for what should we new child, we had the chorus and the pre-chorus. But I, I didn't quite, I couldn't quite get the lyrics for the verses. I knew what I wanted, I knew what I wanted to say, but I couldn't quite get it sounding the way I wanted it to sound. So that took a little bit of um work just sculpting that one and same with this ain't the life really because the, the melody has to sing right it yeah. has to feel right when you when you're singing it because it's yeah it's um it's such a sort of specific melody uh and it needed to be sing along as well so yeah it was just finding the right lyrics for that and just telling the right story but um so yeah there's, there was different processes for each song but the whole the process as a whole was very not sort of confined by anybody and um, it was a really fun organic process what's it like going to a supermarket and then hearing your own song being played? <laughs> what's that like oh that was so good because i we had not been having a very like good day i think i had a bit of like a rubbish morning and then I never ever go in super the, the big supermarkets just because there's too much stuff and I can't focus on I can't find what I want and I'd just rather go in somewhere that's small and I can and it's just easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just get a bit overwhelmed by like consumerism and just like stuff big like loads of stuff everywhere. Um, but this one time I was like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go in just to get out of the house and just have a little bit of a walk and Tom. Me and Tom don't normally go in. And Tom was like, come on, just come for a bit of a walk, get out. So we walked down to the Tesco's and we went in, and it's a huge Tesco's in the town centre where um, the album was recorded. And 
the minute, the second I sort of stepped off the escalator, What's Troubling You Child came on and I was like, <gasps> and Tom was like, what? And I was like, is What's Troubling You Child? And then he was like, it is. I thought, I'm going to have to have a dance at, yeah, there was a part of me that wanted to be like, everybody, this was recorded in a studio in Margaret. It's me, it's me, it's singing, me, singing. Look at me. I know, yeah. Oh, it, it's just, it really does shock you, especially like even like the radio play as well. Oh. You know, you know it's going to happen at some point when, the, especially when you're on like Radio Two playlist, it's going to get played at some point. But then when it does and comes out of nowhere, you're like, yeah, it's just so nice to know that people will be able to hear it everywhere. I mean. That feeling must never get old to, to hear you. Yeah. With a song that you wrote, that you dreamed up, that you put into your phone, that you arranged, yeah. and it's on the radio. On the actual radio. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, when you think back, I mean, it is, it's an overwhelming theme, feeling. The day that, I think, the day that the album is released, it's just such this weird feeling of, like, everything just kind of, like drained out of you and it's like it's kind of flowing off out of your fingers and out of your legs and everything and it's just like going out to the world and then it's kind of left you and it's out of your control then but but then when you sit and you think about when it started and all the hours that have gone in and like all the work that's gone in and like discussions and the like crappy moments where you're just questioning yourself and then the bits where you think, yes, like, we've got this now, let's get recorded. Like, all those different emotions and feelings. That's why when people say, this is my blood, sweat and tears, it literally does feel like that. You've just, you just put so much um, emotion into it from the very first idea. But, like, I've got to admit, the, my favourite bit of the whole process, and I love being in the studio and I love playing live, but then my favorite bit of the whole process is when a song like comes into your head and you and you feel like you've really got something that you you love and like you can imagine singing to people. That is like that's such a special feeling, I think. Wow. Um, I mean, I just have to say thank you for like you know being able to draw that inspiration and share share with us the, the fans because. That's what we want. No. Artists like yourselves, because music has been the, the one thing I think that's been the saving grace for, throughout this mm. whole strange time is just being able to connect even deeper with artists. Because what else are you going to do with you, Dave? What, what, what else is going to give, give you that smile or is going to make you, you know, just feel a bit sad? You know, it's that. Yeah. I know. Do you know what? When I've had like a busy few days, and this is weird because I'm a you know I'm a musician and I'm a songwriter, and so I listen. I do listen to a lot of music, but if I have a day without listening to music and I've, it's not been a great day, and then I remember that I've not listened to music, and I'm like, I could you know like this whole time I've, that I've had a crap day, I could have just put a song on, and yeah. it literally could have changed my whole perception of everything. Do you know what I mean? It could. I feel like it does just pull you away from like all this, these things that you can think about in your head and uh, overthink in your head and, you know, like just pull you out of it and just give you a different perspective. And I think that is the power of music. Um, and I feel it as well. And like my baby son feels it. 
he can be having a bit of a tantrum about something. <laughs> and then I'll put a, a great song on and he's like, huh, what's that? Listening. And then, and then he's dancing. <laughs> and I'm like, it's magic. It's literally magic. It's something that someone's created somewhere in the world that's now coming out of the speaker into his ears and it's impacted the way that he feels. That's just amazing. That's fantastic. I mean, what what is what are the songs or is there a song that is guaranteed to make you dance in the kitchen? Or any one song. Any one song or any one artist. Um I mean I love I'm a massive Beyonce. Yes, <laughs> go Beyonce. I, I crazy, crazy in love comes on. Mm. Yes. I get my Beyonce on, definitely. But I love Queen as well. Oh, come on. Freddie Mercury, come on. The man was yeah. a genius. I'm a huge Queen fan. And yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I could just listen to Queen all the time. And I love Stevie Wonder for yeah. dancing. Um, yeah, I would say they're definitely three of my top dancing artists. Fantastic. And what, are there, there any guilty pleasures at all? Are there, are there, are there any like thing, thing, things that are like, oh my God, she listened to that? <laughs> uh, I guess because I'm like a 90s kid. <laughs> I have a bit of a soft spot for 90s pop. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It, it, it's all yeah. this Backstreet is, Boys, it, all the way. Oh, fantastic. Backstreet Boys, Spice Girls. <laughs> Great songs. Great songs you can sing along to. And like, it's never going to get old for me, that, because I was, that was when I was a kid and it just reminds yeah. me of having fun. If the Spice Girls ever got back together, together again, right? Are you, are you going to be right there front and send, send, send? <laughs> Do you know what? I've, I've still never seen, I've still never seen them live. But every time tickets go out, I always get messages from all my girls saying, yeah. we're getting tickets, yeah, we're getting tickets. And I'm always out touring myself, so I've never been able to. But, oh, it'd be, it would be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it. And I was obviously, I was always scary spies because I've got the kid oh, yeah. curly hair. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, what what else uh, as an art artist brings you joy? I mean, uh, uh, is it is it is it the the, the fact that you, you know, you've been been able to perform your new music live, or is it that like this is. Not your nine to five, but, but this is actually what you were born to do. Yeah, I think, you know, sometimes it's just easy to get caught up in like the whirlwind of life a little bit. But when I have time to actually think about the fact that, you know, a lot of the things that I, I really hoped was gonna, were going to happen um, in my life, I guess, um, one being... I always wanted to be a performer. I always wanted to be a singer and write songs. And when I was younger, I just saw this happen. I saw this, I had this vision of it happening, but it's the stepping stones. I didn't, you know, you don't, you don't quite know how to get there. You've got like the obvious way and you get discovered. <laughs> yeah, and that, that doesn't happen for everybody. Um, but to be able to, um, to still do it, 
you know even even though it's not easy all the time it's and I think I've just realized that you know even if you are one of those artists that gets picked up when they're really young it's not all hunky-dory you know everyone's got their own little well big journey that they have to go through to make it happen and to actually like enjoy what they're doing and um but then but then when I'm in the flow you know the the flow state that's when everything just clicks and it's like ah yeah this is what this is what I'm meant to be doing definitely and that happens when I'm writing quite a lot and it happens a lot live like I that's one thing I do miss that you know I, I do the live streams and I love the live streams but there's there's definitely a little bit of that raw energy that's that you can't capture I think um that's that you have when it's live and I do rock out people have not not seen me rock out on the live streams but I do rock out and I, I miss doing that and I just love being out with a big band I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it as soon as I can but um yeah being being in the moment is what what makes me um, feel like everything's right fantastic so when when are we going to see Lolorna is live when and I know you got a few a few 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 dates but they're later on in a year yeah so yeah I've got a couple of festivals um first one's in June which is Beardy Folk Festival and then I'm going to be out touring the album in November December and there's a couple of one-off dates before that but yeah the tour is actually going to be November December so we're going to be out. Uh, I'm playing one of my favourite venues, which is the Sage Gateshead, which is obviously in New, like Newcastle way. And I used to work there. <laughs> I used to be a customer service on the customer service team um, when I was at uni. So that's going to be nice to go back there and be playing. Uh, I just love that place. The sound's great and the space is just oh, it's special. And then I'm playing at Yellow Arch Studios, which is where well, Yellow Arch um sort of performance space which is where my studio is now based so that's going to be nice i've never played there before either um so yeah there's loads there's loads happening but all the dates are on my website about two of them now so they should be on by tomorrow and yeah all the dates have been announced so november december yeah. um oh, wait. oh <laughs> definitely um it's going to be amazing to see art, artists live live again. I'm not sure how it's going to all be done, but I'm just glad that, that it's coming back, that music is coming back. Yeah, me too. And I, I just, oh, I can't wait. I and I can't wait to take Noah to some gigs as well, and take him to some festivals and let him experience that, because I think he's going to love it. He's just, his mind is going to be blown. He's going to love it. It's been amazing to speak to you, to you share your stories. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And I'm so glad we managed to make it work. Finding a day, doing it. So yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And it's really kind of you to get in touch with me and ask to do this.